Lady, the problem isn't in my pants. thing about creepypastas is they're not that scary they're like they're usually so bad they're entertaining i think the most uh scary thing about them is that these people who wrote them exist (laughs) that uh they're out there yeah and you don't get to know who they are because obviously could be any of us they're anonymous online so i'm shouting these guys out so I mean, yeah, by all means, we could shout yeah, out. we're the, saying their names. We're saying their names, but are they their real names? So, Well, no, they're usually like handle names or something. Exactly. Although yeah. I do have one that I'm pretty sure is a guy's just full name. Like this <laughs> this first one I got is, uh, like, hey, he says what his name is, and I highly doubt this is what his name is. So, you know. Is it Chicka Chicka Slim Shady? No. <laughs> are you going to do that on there now? <laughs> I'm not gonna do more Eminem. Uh, yeah, this was more of a crossovers with horror themes. So yeah, it's. I think the big lesson in this is that a lot of people are really horny, um, <laughs> and they just want to see Inspector Gadget bang a powder puff girl. I didn't even see that. There's probably an Inspector Gadget crossover here. There, mm. uh, there's. Crossovers with everything banging anything. I guess at the end of the day, we should be grateful that Brett Ratner didn't make it about banging kids when he made the X Men movie. If like it's like apparently uh, a human uh, tendency to just take a fiction they like and turn it toward sex stuff, and like that's his sex stuff. Have Have you seen? Brett Ratner's movies. Did I say Brett Ratner or Brian Singer? Brian, Brian Singer. Singer. That's what I meant. I mean, they're both in that club. Yeah. I was oh, confused. are they? I don't know if Brett Ratner is like with children, but he's he definitely was me too. That you know what? That's actually funny considering we point out how kind of a, a pedophile Xavier is. And Brian Singer stayed far away from that. Yeah. <laughs> it was the thing he knows how to write about. In uh, Kevin Spacey. His other main movie stars Kevin Spacey. What, did Kevin Spacey do something to? Did you he didn't do? hear about <laughs> Kevin Spacey? I'm, I don't stay up on Kevin Spacey. Just... A lot of raping boys. Yeah. A lot of it. You know what was funny, too, was that when the story came out, when he was getting Me Too'd, uh, he, he came out as gay. Yeah. Hoping that that would like uh, detract from the fact that like like cause the story was that he was uh, he was put pushing himself on to like a fourteen or fifteen year old boy or whatever, and then he was like, uh, yeah, so I'm gay, and then like, oh, that's not what everyone has a problem with. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, we all knew you were gay, Kevin Spacey, but like, you don't get to come out 
of when you're accused of being a pedophile <laughs> and then that's it. Like, yeah. You don't get to hide behind the being gay. He was, he was trying to <laughs> real quick, uh, get those LGBT, uh, support hugs, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Whatever that shield is. So welcome to this issue of Mexmen. I'm Tony. I'm Justin. I'm Devin. And today we're going over spooky, creepy pastas. <laughs> Doesn't sound too spooky. Spooky. If you say spooky enough, it is. It sounds like uh, SpaghettiOs with a little ghost in it. <laughs> That's what creepy pastas <laughs> are. That's literally creepy pasta. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, I'll. You know what? I'll just. Uh, you just want to jump start? in with this first one. Yeah. X Men: The Lost Episode. Ooh. Ooh, yeah! Someone misplaced a disc. I have one called. <laughs> I have one called the Forgotten Spider-Man, and I'm pretty sure it's the same thing. <laughs> I'm sure it's not. <laughs> All right, so I'm just gonna get right into reading it. Uh, yep. <laughs> any minute now, whenever you're ready, bud. All right. Uh, how's it going, my disheveled granddads? <laughs> My, what? I know, right? <laughs> My name is Lafrain McChihuahua. That's a made up name. That's a made up name. That's what I said. Like, you're not gonna. I don't believe this is this guy's name. And I'm a fan of the superhero animated series from the 90s, X Men. <laughs> Based on the beloved comic book series from Marvel Comics created by Stan Lee during the 60s which consisted of Charles Xavier, Cyclops, Wolverine, Storm, Iceman, Rogue, Kitty Pride, Magneto, Deadpool, and Alf. Kitty Pride wasn't in. <laughs> Wait a minute. Alf didn't appear in the X-Men. Though it would be cool, the show ran on Fox Kids during 1992 through 1997 alongside Hulk, Spider-Man, amongst greatest Marvel superheroes. And I know. Key Pride, Storm, they weren't, I, I know. Yeah, there was a lot of X-Men characters that weren't, Kitty Pride Storm's was in there. Pride no, no, no the but not like in the one by Stanley created in the 60s. Because oh. that's what he says is like, it made in the 60s, and he lists off the roster. I was talking about the 92 show. I find it weird that this guy is like, oh, they came across my X-Men creepypasta. I should explain to them the show and the comics, because there's no way they know anything about that. Well, it's yeah. like when you go to read a recipe online. And they're telling you their life story. Well, yeah. I cooked this last week, and this happened, and I tried it like this. Like, just get the damn recipe. I think you guys are forgetting that bomb-ass elf joke he threw in there. <laughs> <laughs> I missed it. That elf was in the X-Men. Oh, no, wait. No, it wasn't. Was, elf wasn't in there. It would have been cool, though. <laughs> He's an alien. He's not a mutant. And he eats cats. Yeah. However, like many other creepy lost episodes to many beloved TV shows that have been unearthed on the internet, there was a lost episode I found on VHS on that one fateful day. It's always a faithful day. It's always a VHS. <laughs> Any creepypasta is never like I found this Betamax or there's this Blu-ray I put in. Though this isn't a huge surprise given that I also found my Cool Ranch Doritos in Mountain Dew that one time. <laughs> Just that one time, no specific time. Uh, also, E3 sucked this year. <laughs> Is that really in there? Yeah, why? 
There was no E3 this year because of the apocalypse. So as you may or may not know, I'm actually a pet store clerk. I try to sell pets to friendly guests, but people were rude to animals, so I give them some Pepsi. What? And my Woody Woodpecker Nike shoes. One day, some guy wanted a doggy in the window. You know, the creepy one with the wagon tail, the one that had bloodshot eyes and looked disheveled. Anyway, so when he asked for that, he offered me a lovely, beautiful present. Oh, what can it be? Oh, Hachimachi. <laughs> it's, a v- it's a VHS tape, but it's all covered in dirty shit Sanchez. And it's... Are you having a stroke? Am I, I having a stroke? I think he was having a stroke. And it's written X-Men L-E in pink comic sans, which I assume that is the lost episode. Oh, my dream had finally come true. I found a lost episode. So the exchange happened. I wanted to get fired anyway and risk losing my job. <laughs> so I rushed home with my VHS tape ran to my World War II tank all the way to my apartment. What? <laughs> he just has a World War II tank. Apparently. And apparently he just ran with it. Like, he just picked it up. Like, you didn't get inside. Where they just have a, a full tank. <laughs> Even though it should be heavy as a regular tank, but it's just on a keychain. Yeah. All right. Uh, all the way to my apartment. When I got home, I turned on my TV and my VCR player, fixed the coax cables, put in the VH, uh, VHS tape, rewound the tape, yada, 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 all that fucking happy horseshit. Now I feel like, editor's note, you already went through all the jargon, then you said yada, yada, yada. I feel like you covered it. Yeah. <laughs> A little unnecessary. Either say yada, 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 and not fill in all the other stuff, or just put a period. I'm surprised he didn't describe him having to like go into the attic and dig through everything for his like VCR. By the way, this next part is written out verbatim. And then I uh, pushed a play. <laughs> <laughs> the episode started unnaturally. Is he Italian? <laughs> I pushed a play. Uh. <laughs> uh, a pushed a play. Is is two ways there. Uh, the episode started unnaturally. The episode began with a title card saying, The Juggernaut Sees. And it had a German swastika on Juggernaut's helmet. Whatever. I pressed on. Alright, I was I was thinking, well, yeah, he always sees. But, alright, yeah, the Juggernaut Sees. Yeah. <laughs> the episode properly began with Wolverine unusually crying. He was seen holding a picture of Axl Rose from Guns N' Roses. <laughs> <laughs> Which is strange. I squinted my eyes a little, but whatever. Xavier comes in, in a style of Kramer, and not in a wheelchair, in fact. He's seen walking. Xavier was... comes in and says, Hey, Wolverine, we gotta stop Juggernaut. I was picturing Xavier in the wheelchair, bursting in, be like, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Gotta talk to you, Jerry. <laughs> Logan. <laughs> All right, anyway. Uh, we gotta stop Juggernaut. He's starting World War Three. Wolverine then becomes aggressive. 
and then chokes Xavier. <laughs> then he pulls down <laughs> his pants and rapes Xavier. Jesus. <laughs> That's gross. We even get to see Wolverine's dick. Hell, Xavier even enjoys getting penetrated. This guy what goes happened? zero to a hundred. That took a sharp left turn. Zero to a hundred. <laughs> Yo, I find it weird Wolverine's got six reasons why he took a sharp <laughs> left turn when you think about it. Also, I don't think that uh, Kramer Xavier would have that much of an issue with Nazis. <laughs> Meanwhile... Juggernaut is seen with Adolf Hitler, and he yells with a German accent, I am the Juggernaut. <laughs> I'm so glad you did that voice. And I'm gonna fuck everyone in the X-Men team because <laughs> I am deadly and sinister. Like mine's dick. <laughs> Wait, why is there cursing in a kid's show? That's inappropriate. You got no problem with the rape. <laughs> Everything about this episode so far is inappropriate. The next scene shows the Nazis going to the class of the X-Men. Kitty Pryde calls Xavier, but he's already dead. Pryde tries to go through the wall, but instead she tells some unfunny Seinfeld jokes just to break some fourth walls. What's the deal with Juggernaut breaking the fourth wall? Yep. <laughs> uh, which becomes unusual. But out of nowhere, Juggernaut interrupts Pride's jokes by yelling, I'm the Nazi, bitch! <laughs> and uses his so gun... So this was written by, by Brett Ratner. <laughs> and uses his gun to shoot her. Deadpool was seen and shoves a propane tank into Kitty Pride's mouth. <laughs> the propane tank is huge. Buck Strickland, Deadpool mutters, giving... <laughs> Forgive me for using propane for this. It doesn't even sound like original voice actor for Deadpool. It sounds like Mike Judge, the voice of Hank Hill, yeah. or even an older man. Wait, was King of the Hill relevant by the time X-Men so, was aired? So Deadpool, Deadpool just grabs it. He's like, Buck Strickland, forgive me. <laughs> yeah. Cyclops then uses his eyes to laser beam Juggernaut. It's not but lasers. then... <laughs> But then kills himself by tying a noose around his neck. I couldn't handle this anymore. Everyone dies. I shut off the tape. No more of this. I did not see how dark this tape was going to get. Then there was a knock at my door. I opened it. It was the same person that gave me the VHS tape. But what's more bizarre is that he looked like Juggernaut. <laughs> <laughs> but it was Juggernaut all this time. He even had the pet dog with me. He wrote with me, like, That's I think weird. he meant him. <laughs> like, somebody shows up at your house and you have their dog all of a sudden. <laughs> but that's what's crazy. It's like, he had the pet dog with me. Like, uh. Even more sinister and aggressive, they both attacked me. Attacked me till I fell to the ground. They grabbed me, the VHS tape, as if they pulled a prank on me. I felt like a fucking piece of shit. No more X-Men. Fuck my life. The end. <laughs> Spooky. I don't know how we're going to top that, to be honest. <laughs> oh, you brought out the big guns, really. <laughs> Fucking insane. <laughs> That's like an, a kid wrote it, but like the, a, an adult with the mind of a kid. 
That's that's why I said Bob Saget. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like something Bob Saget would say, like, you know, uh, three Bud Light Limes in, you know? Because, <laughs> it, yeah, it makes no sense. Cyclops just killed himself out of nowhere. Yeah, he shoots Juggernaut and then goes, all right, bye, guys. <laughs> it sounds uh, almost like when uh, Fry and Futurama's fighting the big brain and he's, like, writing the book so that the big brain will follow him. And he's like, yes, I am weaning, and I will leave here for no reason. <laughs> or Justin, do you want to go next, or should I? Uh, You can go. All right. I'm going to go with The Forgotten Spider-Man by Chucky Freak. I always loved comics, especially superhero comics, like a lot of people. I grew up reading Superman, Batman, Captain America, all that good stuff. But my absolute favorite was Spider-Man. So it's no surprise that I grew up to work at a comic book store. But that's not important. You want to know about the story? Do, do you guys want to know? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. <laughs> he says that, but I guess he wants me to check with you guys. <laughs> well, one day after work, I stopped off at this little rundown toy store. The guy that ran the place looked around nonchalantly, almost as if I wasn't there. I looked around. There were a few nice collectibles on the shelves, but what really caught my eyes was the strange action figure. It was a Spider-Man action figure, but unlike any I'd ever seen, it was all red. Its webbing patterns were disorganized. The spider was crooked and looked like a real spider. Also, the lenses appeared to be broken. There were small painted-in cracks in the masked lens. That unnerved me a bit, but I still thought it was cool. I bought it for a mere 50 cents, and a comic book was given to me for free. Ooh. Comes with the figure, the store owner said. The only thing I heard him say while I was there. So I won't have to do that voice again. <laughs> I don't know why that was his voice. I made a bold choice there. Uh, I left and brought it home to my, to my apartment. I set the toy on the shelf with the rest of the personal collection. Yes, I'm a nerd. Get over it. You're here for a story, right? He gets really defensive in his uh -huh. own story. Anyways, I took the comic out of the bag and actually looked at it. It was creepy, to say the least. It looks like an homage to Amazing Fantasy issue 15, Spider-Man's first appearance. He's like, oh, it's so creepy. The pages are stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> what are these, webs? <laughs> the title read, The Forgotten Spider-Man Issue Zero. It looked like the action figure, but the person was holding the person he was holding looked limp. His head at an unnatural angle. His eyes closed. It didn't say who wrote or illustrated it. No comics code authority symbol, not even a Marvel logo. It's, it's probably not officially published mm. by Marvel. If no, that's this the sounds case. like a lost issue. <laughs> the lost issue they just don't put <laughs> Marvel on it. It's, but they print it. <laughs> <laughs> it started with Peter Parker, as per expectation, attending the radioactivity demonstration. I began to feel nostalgic as my eyes scanned the panels. The spider was caught in the radioactive energy. It landed on Peter's hand and it bit him. That was normal. But then I noticed something weird, more like frightening. Instead of just a bite, blood poured from his wound. It covered Peter's arm. He was screaming, begging for help as others looked on in horror. His body became covered in red, reminiscent of the carnage symbiote, and the strange black cords ripped from his wrists and ankles. His ankles? 
uh, wrapping into disorganized web patterns that I had seen on the toy. The spider that bit Peter crawled into his chest and became part of his body. The scientists reached out to Peter, but Peter lashed out and attacked him, strangling the others with a black webbing and a mindless rampage. Suddenly, I forgot that I was a 25-year-old man and was frightened like a little child, <laughs> whispering, Spider-Man? <laughs> I continue reading. Spider-Man, if I could call him that, started brutally murdering people. The blood on the page was stuck. It was such a deep shade of red, I almost thought that it was inked with real blood. I had to put it down. I was getting sick to my stomach. Then something caught my eye. I turned to see. Sitting on top of my fridge was the toy. It was crouched with a trademark Spider-Man pose. It was freaky. I had to put it on my shelf, standing straight up. The crack lens looked at me and not just positioned in my direction. It was literally looking at me. I don't know how, but somehow I knew it wanted me to keep reading the comic. Ooh. So I picked it up and opened it again. Are we getting... Is this is this a backdoor toy soldiers? <laughs> <laughs> I hope. I, I would, <laughs> that would be dope. <laughs> Next year, we're doing Toy Soldier Creepypastas. <laughs> Spider-Man was still killing, but what I saw only made it worse. He was making his way to his home, ripping off Mary Jane's head and beating people with her spine along the way. <laughs> That's such a funny idea, getting like a mental picture in your head. Like a cartoonish way, not like a realistic way. Oh, he's got to be like whistling. Some nice <laughs> tune while he's doing this. Walking on sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was getting horrified. And then in a full splash panel, he had reached his house. He killed his Uncle Ben first, blind with rage, and then ripped his arms off, beating Aunt May to death with it. I was getting sick again. I could have sworn I heard laughing in the back of my mind. It was the end of the issue. I saw a preview for the next one, which showed Spider-Man holding what looked like to be Otto Octavius by the throat. I was grateful that the issue was over, but mortified by its contents. I turned to look at the Spider-Man toy, and it was gone. Then I felt the issue slip away. In a fraction of a second, the toy was gone, taking the comic with it. I sighed with relief, until a voice spoke in my mind in a cruel, mocking tone. Till next time, true believers. <laughs> it's been a month since this happened. I had learned that an artist who had attempted to uh, submit his work, a full horror-themed Spider-Man book to Marvel Comics, had died of overexhaustion, never eating and drinking, only working till his body just gave out. I learned after searching this of the forgotten Spider-Man on the internet, an article about the artist being the only thing I could find. There was an image of the artist's desk included in an article showing an unfinished cover of the comic book I had read. I was still traumatized by the events of that day, but I couldn't help feeling bad for the artist as all he wanted was someone to appreciate his work. Now I suppose that I'm that person because I got this in the mail today, sent in an envelope with no return address. It was the Forgotten Spider-Man issue one. Ooh. Then he finds out that that toy was the small soldier. One of the Gorgonites. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> trying, since you said that, I've been trying to remember their name, but I could not. I just kept thinking Elf on a Shelf for some reason. <laughs> it just keeps moving. Yeah, yeah and it was festive. small soldiers, not uh, toy soldiers.
Yeah, I'll let Eminem. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have like similar themes there. Yeah, they most were both... creepypastas are kind of like that. Like a story within a story. Yeah. Didn't expect that. Yeah. Uh, what ingenuity and creativity by yeah. <laughs> these uh, fan writers to write stories within stories. Mine didn't have violent sex though. No, that <laughs> <laughs> that was not similar. That guy definitely has a problem with Xavier. Yeah, yeah. that was fucking quick. Xavier just showed up to get raped and killed. Yeah, <laughs> like Kramer. Yeah, but he doesn't. He uh, respects disabled people though, because he, he made Xavier walk, walk yeah. just to get fucked and die. So you wouldn't <laughs> feel as bad for him, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> so we don't do that around here. Unlike the one that you read last year, where he had to like pick his legs up over his head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is a an X Men and Resident Evil crossover called "A Night to Forget" by Miki Gotagun. Hey, that's kind of the opposite of my favorite band, A Day to Remember. <laughs> <laughs> Disclaimer: This guy does not own X Men or Resident Evil. Oh, he doesn't? No, sadly. I thought he would have. <laughs> it's not Stan Lee who wrote this. No. Uh. Uh, it says, uh, okay, let's just say I have completely lost what was left of my mind. This crack story came into play by getting overtired and thinking the goofy stuff that just randomly pops in my head. I hope you like it. X-Men and Resident Evil, A Night to Forget. Let's set the stage. Alice, Claire, Chris, and Kmart. All right, now who the hell is Kmart? I don't know. <laughs> is it just the store? Or it's is not... it Kenyon Martin, the basketball player? It's a, Apparently it's a Resident Evil character that I have no idea who it is. All right, so... They're Maybe at... it's like stories that take place in New York, right? The city is one of the characters. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> this is technic- so the store is one of the characters. <laughs> this is technically Marvel vs. Capcom. Oh, <laughs> yes. All right, so uh, Alice, Claire, Chris, and Kmart are at the Xavier School with Beast, Logan, and Rogue. They are in Beast's lab trying to come up with something to kill the undead. Beast mixes two chemicals together in a test tube and a puff of green smoke emerges from the tube, then engulfs the room. Everyone starts coughing, and then they were propelled into a high like euphoria. A little bit redundant there. <laughs> Alice begins to flip her guns around on her fingers. One flies off, and she just aimlessly looks around for it. She starts blinking her eyes repeatedly, trying to focus. Wow, are you guys moving in slow motion? She bends down to look for her gun under the chair, only to fall on her head and roll right out of the chair, landing on her back on the floor. Everyone began to laugh at her. Chris went over to help her up, but instead fell over with a knee on each side of her head and his crotch in her face. (laughs) I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Yes, I am. He looked at her face laughing. I'm not sorry, Alice. Alice focused on his crotch. Oh, my (laughs) gosh. Get the one-eyed wonder worm out of my face, you perv. Did both of you just choose erotica? (laughs) Uh. I don't think anything actually happens in this. It's pretty funny. Beast began to jump around the room on all fours. I feel as bouncy as a bucking bronco in a rodeo. (laughs) <laughs> that's something he would say Yeah, that's something a human would say <laughs> Claire walked by Logan and grabbed the hat he was wearing off his head yeehaw I'm gonna bust me a blue bronc as she started running after Beast slow down so I can get on <laughs> Logan walked over and pushes Chris off Alice's chest let me show you how to help a lady up bub he grabbed Alice's hands and pulled her up only to fall over backwards himself and she fell on top of him <laughs> like this is how you do it I, is it, wait, did Beast just create a potion to give everyone, like, a 10-inch dick? And now they're just basking in the euphoria of, like, well, I guess Krakoa now? Yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, the, this story definitely takes place on Krakoa. Krakoa. Yeah. He pumps some funky gas in there, now everyone's feeling it. Logan. Hey, that's where Kmart comes from. That's <laughs> the Krakoa Mart. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only store they got there. Yeah. Logan looked around, then looked at her. Wait a minute, how'd you get on top? Alice stumbled up and was having trouble getting her duster jacket off. She got it off and began to swing it around her head in a circle three times. Wow, is anyone else hotter than crap? She let it go and <laughs> flew across the room, landing on Kmart's head. I'm blind! <laughs> Rogue, who was laughing uncontrollably, grabbed the jacket and pulled it off. You look like a little brown ghost. Kmart had found a bunch of toilet paper. She watered it up, wet, wet it? She watered it up, wet it, and started throwing it at the walls to watch it splatter and stick. During one of her throws, Rogue stood up and caught, <laughs> and it caught her in the face. <laughs> ah, something squishy just exploded in my face. <laughs> Rogue began to feel her way around the room. She tripped over Chris, who looked to be humping a pillow. <laughs> he jumped up to recite on his favorite movie lines. To recite one of his favorite movie lines, Young Guns. You guys, did you see the size of that chicken? Then he dove back on the pillow. It's like a damn dog over here. Love that movie. This. <laughs> By this time, Claire had grabbed a lab coat and twisted it up and tied it around Beast's neck. She jumped on his back. Eight seconds is all I need, blue boy. Go! <laughs> Beast began bucking around. Alice put her finger up to call, Kmart, 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 come here. The girl crawled over to Alice. Yeah, huh? Alice looked her in the face and blinked her eyes trying to focus. Where's the blue light special? Alice fell backwards laughing. Logan sat up. I have a question. He pointed well, tried to... Word for word. He pointed well, tried to point his finger. Oh, okay. No comma there. Why is your name Walmart? Aren't they bigger than Kmart? Alice grabbed the front of his shirt, and they both were laughing as they fell to the ground. Chris popped his head up. When did we go to Walmart? Rogue was rocking back and forth in the corner when she started voicing the intro to Ozzy's crazy train. <laughs> so they just sit there and go, Kmart jumped in, and they jumped to the chorus. Claire was now swinging her bra above her head as she was bucked off Beast, only to hit the wall and slide down it. You know what I'm thinking of this whole time? Is uh, the scene where in the room where uh, Johnny and What's-Her-Face are getting drunk. Lisa, Johnny and yeah. Lisa are getting drunk. And how it makes no sense. And like just suddenly like one of them's wearing his tie on their head and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're just sort of lazily like falling around and whatnot. Yeah, just fall for no reason. Yeah, because these, these guys are just... They keep falling. Also, just, yeah. this just popped in this guy's head one day? Apparently. <laughs> it's very weird. Alice got up while Kmart and Rogue were singing. I love this song. She stumbled to stay on her feet as she began to belly dance. Logan's eyes got wide as he watched her hips swinging. He tried to get up only to find Rogue had tied his bootlaces together. What the hell? He fell forward and sent the table flying in the air, which crashed down in the corner. Claire had come to by now and was looking for Beast again. Here, kitty, kitty, kitty. She tripped over Logan and grabbed Alice's shirt, which ripped in half and fell off crashing to the floor with Claire. Son of a bitch, Logan, watch where you're laying. Claire threw Alice's shirt at her. Alice looked down. How did my shirt come off? She started laughing. Logan's head popped up. Your shirt fell off. Claire kicked Logan in the face, trying to crawl over him to where Beast was sitting, cleaning himself like a cat. Kmart was running around with a pair of scissors in her hand, singing, I'm gonna run with scissors. I'm gonna run with scissors. Rogue fell backwards in a chair and passed out. Logan, Alice, and Claire were playing strip checkers on the computer. How do three people play strip checkers? That's what I want to know. 
out of the computer. Sharing one computer. Like it's a two person game, but they can only one person at a time, but there's three of them. Or like are two people playing checkers and then just one person has a strip. (laughs) So it really is just one person slowly getting naked. Is there like. Like, the computer's there with the checkers board on top of it. That's how they're playing checkers on the computer. Oh, the computer's the fourth player. That's why. Oh, so that makes less sense. <laughs> <laughs> I like that you're reading that right, and just in X position on the side, it's like, computer fourth player. <laughs> Lose the pants, Logan, and king me, Alice told him. Beast looked at Claire. Sometimes I wish I was human again. Claire put her hand on Beast's shoulder. We can make you who-man again. She walked over and grabbed some hair clippers. Buzz, buzz. Logan looked at Alice. Lose the shorts. I just jumped what you had left. Kmart was in the process of gluing toilet paper rolls to her forehead and around her eyes. As the sun rose, it caught Alice in the eyes. Her head was splitting. She reached up to her head. Ah. She looked around the room. It looked like a plane crash and there were victims laying everywhere. What the? It was then she noticed the lampshade around her chest. A low growl came from her right. She looked over. Logan stood up. Why are my claws in a vice? Where the hell did that vice come from? That's what I want to know. That's not in the book. <laughs> I, 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 I think he wants to know, too. Why are my clothes in a vice? <laughs> they just showed up. It's obviously next to the computer. Yeah. Alice looked at him and burst out laughing. Why are you wearing my thong? <laughs> he looked down and looked at her. I don't know. He scratched his head. Ah, oh, what fresh hell is this? Claire's head popped up from behind a cabinet. Where are my pants? She kept looking. And my bra. I can't get them off. Help. Kmart was trying to get the toilet paper rolls off her eyes while stumbling and falling over everything. Could someone explain to me why my fur is in a pile on the floor? Beast had been shaved. <laughs> Claire dropped the hair clippers that were in her hand when she woke up. Where's Chris? Claire looked around for her brother. Over here. Chris stood up and everyone's mouth dropped. Logan thought he should be the one to ask. Why is your pecker in a glass tube? <laughs> and why are you covered in feathers wearing only Claire's bra on your head? Chris. Cracker's always the funniest thing <laughs> that you could call a dick. It's so, like, uh, I don't know, just not an appealing word to use. <laughs> no. Chris looked at Logan. Why are you wearing Alice's thong? Enough, said Logan. <laughs> he undid <laughs> the vice. talk about it. <laughs> it retracted the claws. Hello, does somebody want to get me down? Everybody looked up to see that Rogue had been toilet paper mummified and hung on the ceiling fan like a pinata. <laughs> what? Claire looked up. Hey, there's my pants on the fan. She gave her brother a look. I want my bra, too. Alice looked at Logan. Well, Logan, why don't you go ahead and keep those? Beast looked at everyone. This is something we tell no one. It is a night to forget. So that was less exciting than I expected. <laughs> it was... It, so they just got real high and then did, like, wild things, but, like, not so wild. Yeah. Like, really, Put like, G-rated wild. Putting your pecker in a jar is pretty wild. That's actually, I, th- I think you just described maybe uh, a TV fourteen orgy, <laughs> like a made for TV, like you know when they have like that. Uh, it's like it's, it's like, like a porn, and they never get to the good part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just like skimmed through this because I didn't read it beforehand. I was like, Wolverine's in a thong. All right, <laughs> sold. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, it didn't, uh, didn't get as exciting as I was hoping. <clears throat> all right. Uh, this this next one is... Yeah, all right. Uh, <laughs> that's a good intro. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> it's called 
Silky Little Horrors. <laughs> now, important By question. Did you say horrors? Horrors. 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 Not, not horrors. Whores. Not whores. <laughs> not whores. Horrors. <laughs> Silky Little Horrors. By P-A-W-O-7. W-O-7? Uh, yeah, that's what that says right there. So whatever that online handle is. Uh, and uh, as a disclaimer, uh, I don't own X-Men or I'm too sexy. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of the two, so he's not too sexy. <laughs> and uh, it's rated for teens. And then, yeah, that can't be unseen. That's all the disclaimer. And then uh, we get right into it. Logan smiled as he slowly sneaked down the hall as quietly as a man with metal bones could (laughs) (laughs) towards Gene and Scott's room. The mutant winced at the second name. That man had to die. Why wouldn't the one-eyed freak just fall down into a bottomless cavern in Wyoming or somewhere where no one would ever find him? I always felt like Wyoming was, like, super specific. Yeah. It's a weird area to just pick. That damn Boy Scout had to die. He would die. But that could wait till later. The two lovebirds and half the student body had gone on a field trip for the afternoon, leaving their room and the entire house unguarded. Logan laughed evilly. He'd finally have his prize. His silky, lovely, sexy little prize. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, another disclaimer. Women are not trophies. You don't just kill their... You don't just kill Cyclops and you get Gene. Wolverine smiled. When he came to the door that guarded his prize like a wooden gargoyle, he silently extended a claw, carefully not to attract any attention. He would have rather clawed up their pretty pine door into tiny little pieces, but he was sure, sort of sure, that Scott and Jean would notice that their door had been cut up into <laughs> tiny little splinters. <laughs> like dumb. Only sort of sure. <laughs> Did you find all these on xmenerotica.com? No. I on- honestly I barely tried. <laughs> it just happens. I oh. barely but tried to did, find these. You did try. <laughs> uh, oh, fuck, where was I? <clears throat> Splinters on the door. The mutant leaned down and stuck a claw into the keyhole. Tick, tick, click. Wolverine growled with satisfaction as the door <laughs> silently swung open. The shadows danced in the abandoned room welcomed him to enter. Logan smiled as he slowly closed the door behind him. He could smell Jean all over the place oh. with her lovely perfume. Jesus. Of course, he could also smell tight asses. <laughs> <laughs> Tangerine scent as well. He could smell a tight ass from a mile away. <laughs> Logan was good at selective hearing, so why not selective smelling as well? Jean, I shall have your heavenly scent forevermore. You know a creep wrote this. The man wandered in the slightly dark room with an evil grin on his face. If I was the most beautiful thing in the house, where would I hide? The light suddenly shifted, making Logan cast his eyes to the corner of the room. And there it stood. 
the panty drawer. <laughs> oh my god. What the fuck? His smile only increased to that of a horny teenager as his fingers ran over the top of the chest of the drawers. He popped open the drawer and surprised a squeal of delight as he pulled out a yellow string thong. He was surprised by how wide the hips were and that they weren't made of and that they weren't made of fine silk. But he didn't care as he pulled the little garment to his nose and breathed it all in. It smelled so <laughs> wonderful. I wonder how disappointed he would have been if it was all granny panties in there. <laughs> Logan smiled as he slowly pulled it away. But another scent caught his nose. Twinkies and nail polish. <laughs> there was a shift in the corner of the bed and two pairs of eyes glared up at him. The mutant yipped and drew his claws. Rogue rolled her eyes as both her and Jubilee crawled from under the bed. Wolverine tried not to blush as he quickly hid the garment behind his back. What are you two doing in here? Nothing, Wolfie. Logan glared at the southern girl, and she broke, spilling her guts. Okay, you see, me and Jubilee made a bet. If Scott wore boxers or briefs. Well, they were also panty rating. <laughs> or that he goes commando. The two mutants looked at Jubilee with horror. Okay, so Jubilee says that. He's not the best at saying, like, showing who's yeah. writing what dialogue. Logan slapped himself as the mental <laughs> image of Scott going commando slowly started to drip in his brain like a, f a flesh-eating mold. <laughs> it would not pass. The thought just grew more and more real until the Canadian was rolling on the floor wailing, My mind! My <laughs> mind! <laughs> Jubilee rolled her eyes. Oh, come on. Have you ever bothered looking at his ass? I mean, just take a look at it. It's as if he's wearing nothing at all. <laughs> nothing at all. <laughs> That's Krakoa's ass. <laughs> she then made a small yummy sound as she stared into the darkness. Jubilee drooled for a moment more and then pushed Wolverine out of the way. Move, Wolfie. I want to see what that heavenly Boy Scout wears. The girls squealed. In delight as she picked up an identical piece Logan had just sniffed. But it was red. Oh, a man thong. We were both wrong. <laughs> Rogue peeked over her shoulders. Glad that she didn't have to shave Beast's feet for the next week. Wow. No wonder Scott's such a tight ass. He wears nothing but banana hammocks. <laughs> Logan felt his stomach crash into his intestines and then explode. He dropped the ye little yellow piece of cloth and threw his hands over his mouth. He was going to puke, hurl, and once he was done with that, he was going to cut his wrists over and over again until he finally bled to death. The older mutant felt his stomach turn and was about to spew his morning beans all over the floor. <laughs> it wasn't for Kitty... If it wasn't for Kitty's little outburst. Oh, my bloody Lord Jesus, she hissed as her eyes turned the size of saucers. I think he forgot that he was yep. writing about Jubilee and <laughs> I was about to say, Rogue. Rogue and Jubilee. Yeah, because Kitty he, just Kitty, phases yeah. through the wall and just like, <laughs> oh, my God. She came to search the panty drawer as well. Yeah. <laughs> Teacher in front of us, stupid, hissed Rogue. And she hit the other girl in the back of the head. Okay, yeah, he just totally forgot because now he's just calling her the other girl. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Logan looked kind of green and would probably just punish them to make himself feel better. <laughs> she loved the big idiot, but he was sometimes an egotistical jerk. 
fine. You stay here and explain to Scott why you're holding his undies. I'm hiding. The girl stuffed Scott's red G-string into her back pocket and jumped under the bed. Rogue growled in her throat as the very pale-looking Logan looked around nervously. Don't worry, Logan. I bet Jubilee was just trying to freak us out. What were you doing in here anyway? The older mutant looked up at her and nervously felt his stomach do a flip. I... I... I'm gonna change quick... What? I'm gonna change quick, Gene. I'll just be... Okay, that's Scott's voice. Scott's voice echoed over the halls like a call of death. Rogue <laughs> whimpered and Logan stood up in a panic. Quick. <laughs> Let's get out of here, kid, before Captain Tidass finds us. Wolverine, <laughs> Wolverine threw Rogue over his shoulder like a bag of potatoes and reached for the doorknob. The brass handle moved before he even touched it. Oh, I forgot I locked the door. Came a muffled voice from the other side. Logan swallowed. We gotta hide. And with that... Uh, with that said, he looked around the room nervously. Where to hide? Where to hide? Under the bed, kid. It's <laughs> a lot of people under that bed. I know. Oh, like God. How many times did Wolverine say that in his life? Oh. oh. <laughs> he was just leaving Jubilee, too, right? Didn't he throw a rogue over? I think the writer this is just forgetting Jubilee's in the story. <laughs> yeah. He just replaced her with Kitty. Yeah. And now he just calls her girl and kid and whatever. You go through the wall. <laughs> Uh, fuck. Uh, under the bed, kid. Uh, the older mutant threw the teenager under the bed and was about to crawl under himself when he realized he couldn't fit. Damn you, Aurora, and your wonderful cooking. <laughs> he started to panic as he looked around the room where to hide. He finally saw the bathroom door and ran for it. The last thing he needed was a, to be blown into a thousand little pieces. Logan quickly jumped into the tub and pulled the little ducky curtains closed he sat there silently feeling the sweat pour down his forehead as he listened to scott enter his bedroom and walk around oh my god so many fucking run-on sentences he didn't know if he should worry about the two fugitives under the bed or himself the girls had the cuteness factor he just had a healing factor god damn it god <laughs> well, that was it. the best line of this story <laughs> Which he might add wasn't the best power in the world. If Scott found him, he could torture him endless times because he was unable to die. Probably use horrible methods to drive him mad like Chinese water torture and bad porn. Bastard. <laughs> hey, why is my underwear drawer open? Well, I know it wasn't Logan. <laughs> he would have gone straight for jeans thongs. Scott's voice echoed over the room, making the fugitive shudder. Never in his whole life had Wolverine hidden from some anybody, but his mind and body wasn't still overcoming the shock of, of he'd never look at the color yellow the same again, especially bananas. <laughs> <laughs> it seemed like forever until the Boy Scout started to head for the door. After about 20 minutes of making muscular poses in his full-length body mirror, Logan wished he had a camera. That would have been great blackmail. So I guess Cyclops was just like flexing his <laughs> muscles for 20 minutes. <laughs> Gene's waiting for him. He's like, one moment, Gene. I'm changing. But suddenly Scott stopped and smelled his armpit. Ugh. I got all sweaty from that little workout. Better take a shower. I'd like to have some loving tonight, and I'm sure as hell I ain't going to get any by smelling like this. Logan would have growled if his stomach wasn't still overcome 
the horror, overcoming the horror of Scott's underwear choice. That <laughs> bastard was so per, was so pervert. I think he meant it. You so pervert. <laughs> <laughs> and why he was talking to himself. Logan had to bring that small fact up to Chuck about his precious angel going insane. After he escaped and killed himself a few times over, that is. To the man's horror, Cyclops opened the door to the bathroom. Wolverine felt his heart skip a beat. Why was he using this bathroom? Why not the one down the hall? Of course he was going to use his own shower. The mutant would have slapped himself for being an idiot if he wasn't afraid of Scott overhearing the flesh hitting flesh. <laughs> and so he watched in utter horror as Scott started to hum and then sing and then dance. I'm too sexy for my <laughs> too sexy for my love. Love's going to leave me. I'm too sexy for my shirt. <laughs> too sexy for my shirt. So sexy in it. <laughs> Yo, he literally does the whole fucking song in this. It does. <laughs> Logan. So I'm just going to skip. Uh, Logan couldn't close his eyes out of pure petrified horror as Wonder Boy slowly pulled off his shirt, revealing his six pack. Continuation of the song. I'm too sexy for my car. <laughs> I'm so disappointed that Cyclops does all the words to this song. <laughs> uh, throat barf caught in Logan's throat as the man slowly started to unbuckle his jeans, which then fell to his ankles. Oh, I'm just too hot for my own good, cooed Scott to himself. <laughs> as he rippled his pecs and stopped singing. Logan nearly fainted as he watched a lime green banana hammock fall to the floor in a pile next with the, the rest of his clothes. The older mutant was preparing for a fast death due to his incapacitation. Brought on by shock as Scott wrapped his fingers around the edge of the curtain and pulled it to the side. Then he stopped. Silly me, I almost forgot to take off my visor. Charles would kill me if I ruined another one. <laughs> With a small click, the visor was put on the sink, and Cyclops wrapped his finger around the shower curtain again. Wolverine watched in horror as a blind, naked mutant pushed the curtain to the, uh, to the side, leaned over the side of the tub, and turned on the water. Wolverine whimpered as the water hit him, and tried to push himself oh, a no. little closer to the wall. What the fuck was he thinking hiding in the shower? <laughs> that was just stupid. That was even more stupid than the time he had agreed to help Hank in the lab and ended up as a lab rat. That was even dumber than the time he played football with Aurora's rose in Aurora's rose garden. It's almost as stupid as those uh, that visor. That's not waterproof. I know. Also, like he has regular glasses. He could have put on, but this guy. Needed an excuse for Cyclops to shower to be, naked with Wolverine. Yeah, but yeah. be blind and not notice Wolverine was there. <laughs> that was even stupider than the time he... Wolverine's lung caught in his throat as one of Scott's nearly hairless legs stepped in... <laughs> <laughs> stepped into the shower slowly, followed by the rest of his body, giving the poor mutant a full-on view of Scott's ass. <laughs> Logan would have screamed in utter terror if he could even breathe. He tried to look away <laughs> as the whiteness glared. <laughs> as the whiteness glared at him, <laughs> along with the nasty little four-leaf cover tattoo on his ass. 
It was just so ho too horrible. Logan pushed a little closer to the tiling out of desperation and squeaky. The horrified mutant froze and looked down. A little rubber ducky glared up at him as if laughing. Lo Logan always knew those things were evil. Who's there? Scott had heard the damn duck and was looking. If he could open his eyes, that is, down at Wolverine. Logan cried out in agony as he got a full frontal view of former <laughs> tiny dick and wailed. My eyes, they burn, burn. <laughs> he continued to wail hysterically as he threw his hands over his eyes and staggered blindly out of the tub. The hysterical mutant then ran out of the bathroom and slammed the door, knocking it down and setting him free to run down the hall, screaming like a madman as he blindly went forward. Scott wasn't sure what had just happened, but he grabbed his visor and ran out of the room, sliding to a halt in the hallway. There was a chorus of oh my gods and girlish giggles as the X-Men leader came to a stop face forward in front of a group of students. Beast gasped and stood there in utter shock. It is his... 10 inches. <laughs> <laughs> As his brain tried to kick into reboot. Once it did, Hank quickly put his book in front of Scott's jewels, trying to spare some of the students' innocence while hissing, I understand that some men like to air themselves out after showering, but please, for the mercy of my biochemistry book and the students, do it in your room and not in the hall. Charles had just finished the final touches to his head waxing when, when he rolled... And he definitely means his dick. <laughs> when he rolled into Cerebro, his wheelchair came to a screeching halt when he saw Wolverine curled up in the fetal position, sucking his thumb under Cerebro's control panels. His eyes were wide open and seemed to be in, a, in some sort of shock. Logan, what's wrong? Professor X stated wearily. He was wondering if Hank had tried some horrible experiment on his healing mutant again. He should have really set boundaries when it came to experimenting on Wolverine, but not too many. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck it, I'll do it later. The man ideally sucked his thumb for a moment more, but he looked up at Xavier and whispered in a frightened child's voice, Four-leaf clovers scare me. <laughs> Charles looked at him for a moment, and then it struck him. You mean you had a nightmare about the Care Bears again? The one bear that had the <laughs> clover on his belly? Wolverine snapped out of it and rose to his feet with a growl. No! The psychic glared at him. I'll make you believe you're a rabid monkey, Logan. Lowering his voice. No. I didn't have one of those nightmares. It's just, it's just. Wolverine's brain stung at the thought. Did you know your perfect leader has a tattoo on his ass? <laughs> Professor Xavier stared at him dully. Really? I Why must. Of course. <laughs> I must ask to see that. <laughs> it's probably adorable knowing that Boy Scout. I mean, Scott. Logan whimpered. Oh, I mean, there, there, Logan. You want to jump off Cerebral's catwalk now or later? <laughs> That's the end. <laughs> How long was that? <laughs> that was it was it was long, but it felt like because I was actually it gonna was stop. as long as Scott. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was actually gonna stop um, at the reveal that he had sniffed Scott's banana hammock. <laughs> um, but it felt funnier than 
I had realized. So I just kept going with it. Oh, I'm glad you did. <laughs> yeah. It got better. Uh, I mean, it would have been... I, I couldn't sit there and literally read every lyric to I'm Too Sexy, but yeah, he, I'm glad he has it all written. <laughs> yeah, so if Wolverine did a little turn on the catwalk. <laughs> Jumped right off. That is one of the lyrics. <laughs> I'm like curious when people are writing this stuff, what they're thinking. They're just horny, feverishly typing at their computer. Oh, uh, that guy was thinking about a tight ass. Yeah. I mean, like, is this, do people really think this is good or is this a joke? I, after reading this, though, I was like, oh, that explains my statue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Devin has a statue with, the, like, Cyclops with the tightest ass. <laughs> they do do a lot of butt shots for Cyclops. They do. Yeah. It's that onesie. Um, I went in a different direction than you guys. You guys were like, oh, erotica. And I, I wasn't <laughs> trying to find erotica. Well, I was but... trying to find a horror story. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't. And they're like, they tend to be those, yeah, man. Just And then I'm like, all right, that'll make me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> so, on to a creepy pasta. <laughs> all right, this one is a, it's a, uh, let's see. It is scary. Wolverine is scarred forever. He th- he thought he was the hunter, and he became uh well not quite hunted, but you know, super scared. <laughs> <laughs> I like that he called him former small dick cyclops. Tendages, tendages. All right, so this one's called I Think I'm Having Some Kind of Medical Issue. Oh. <laughs> and it's by Unsettling Stories. Or it, it, they did it weird. It's either the name of this or it's the first line, but it's like bigger than everything else. Okay, it's probably the title. But also it like feeds into the, the next line. Ooh, maybe <laughs> it's both. Maybe. <laughs> but uh, I think I'm having some kind of medical issue. Maybe one of you can offer me some advice. I don't have insurance and I can't afford a trip to the ER. It doesn't seem life-threatening though, so I might wait it out. I've always been a bit of a hypochondriac, and I bet I'm just overreacting. Still, if anyone is interested in coming over and checking me out, just send me a message. This isn't erotica. Okay. This isn't erotica. Oh, okay. I'd really appreciate it. I was walking through the wooded area behind my home and found this weird gray stuff oozing out from a rock. It's not erotica. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I also love the idea that they're writing that. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't erotica. Yeah. This isn't erotica. I swear. Like, oh, damn it is. <laughs> there was some weird gray stuff oozing out. I swear to God, this is not erotica. It's scary. This is not erotic. It's scary. It was shiny and made me think of jelly blood. Hey, man, in fairness, dicks could be scary. Yeah, it'd be filled with Wolverine was terrified. (laughs) He was very scared. (laughs) Ten inches. (laughs) I've never seen anything quite like it before. Since I moved out of the city ten years ago, I frequently walked around uh, the many acres of woods near the house and never saw anything weirder than a squirrel eating a dead hog. Not erotica. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think erotica... (laughs) So well, I was just also thinking, like, a squirrel eating a dead hawk. Holy like, that's fuck. kind of impressive, right? Yeah, that, that is impressive. Did he? I want to know if he killed the hawk. <laughs> Unless that hawk was, like, spread eagle and it was eating it a different <laughs> way, in which case, it's kind of erotic. Spread hawk. Have you ever seen a hawk yeah. spread eagle? 
So this was new to me. I took a branch and poked at the stuff. It resisted a little before it broke open, causing a more liquidy version to flow out from inside. It's not Barack. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like that right now. I grabbed a smaller stick and scooped up a tiny bit of the stuff and walked back to the house. Part of me was worried that it fell from a plane or something and it might be toxic threat to the environment. When I got home, I scraped the goo into a dish I never used and threw the stick in the garbage. I shoved some light on it on the plate and I swear, the stuff moved a little. It's not like it jumped up and made scary tentacles or anything like that. No, it just kind of spread out in a weird way. Almost like how jellyfish try to hide in the sand when they feel threatened. When I killed the light, gradually resumed, uh, resu reassumed its original shape. My guess was that the heat from the lamp made it melt. I decided to wait until tomorrow morning and bring it, bring it to the local university just to be on the safe side. I don't know what it was, uh, was about the stuff, but I was really, really uneasy about it. When I left for an hour or two and went to the store to get groceries, I returned to find the plate empty and the streak of gray grease going off the plate, across the counter and onto the floor. There wasn't a trail indicating where it went after that. Honestly, I was a little freaked out. I bent down and looked all over the place and never found the stuff, but it found me. At first, I thought the sensation on my bare ankle was just a mosquito, so I slapped it without thinking. Obviously, looking back, that was the wrong idea. The gray stuff spread all over my palm, then the rest of my hand, then my arms, side, chest, back, and the rest of me. Yeah, that's what... His pussy and his crack. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what moms always say, right? <laughs> It get all over your palms. <laughs> it's everywhere. Long story short, I'm completely covered in gray substances. <laughs> and it's not around. <laughs> and here's the thing, and it's why I'm not particularly worried. It feels amazing. I know, I know, it sounds weird. But in all honesty, I've never felt anything like it. In fact, I was so taken by the sensation that I went back outside over the rock where the stuff was. And I pulled as much of it off as I could and brought it back into the house. Now, like I said at the beginning, I do think I'm having some sort of medical issues. It's definitely not something I've ever experienced before or even heard of. So I think it's important to get checked out. But still, I can't get over how great the experience is. The stuff smells wonderful too. And right now, as it spreads over my tongue... It tastes better than anything I've ever put in my mouth. It's not. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yo, this just sounded like some dude fucked a booger. No. <laughs> Please. Anybody who might be interested in investigating either for their curiosity or as a medical precaution, just leave a message right here and I'll give my directions to my home. I'd be so happy if someone came over. Please, come visit me. Come visit us. Ooh. It's like a symbiote. It was a Venom story. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can fuck that goo. Yeah. <laughs> I think, I think, right? Like, I think people have, like, it's been implied. I mean, I think he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
that was that was the part two of the story. It cuts out there, but there's there's probably a part two where he just fucks Venom, knowing how all these creepy pastas have gone. Yeah, yeah goo so, does all kinds of stuff. So what's your your erotica? Pasta. <laughs> it's not erotica this time. I don't think so anyway. All right, the good, the bad, and the headless horseman Ooh. by Mister Brom Stroker. That's the username. Yeah, Not the this, actual Rob Stroker over here. Is, this, <laughs> no, you know what? I misheard you. I thought you said Rob Stroker. It's Knob. Damn it. I was going to say Palm Stroker, but yours is better. Gene, are you absolutely sure this is the right way to my parents' house? <laughs> All right. This guy doesn't even know the way to his own parents' house. It feels like we're going on a wild goose chase if you ask me, Scott asked nervously as he and Jean rode through the woodlands on their horses on a cold winter's night. Neither one of them knew that they were wandering through the land known as Sleepy Hollow. Scott, yes, I know where I'm going. Now quit your whining and keep steady. I don't want a repeat of our horseback ride through Calcutta, Jean commented, as she swatted a few fireflies with a glove before lighting her lantern. Scott obeyed and kept walking. At a moment's notice, a loud whinnying noise broke through the calming silence of the air. What's that? Scott asked fearfully. Jean rolled her eyes, trotted over to her husband's location, and gently slapped him up the head. <laughs> Would you cut it out? There's nothing to be afraid of. Jean hissed as Scott's pupils shrank in fear as a mysterious figure loomed behind them. You don't say, a ghostly voice taunted. Both turned around slowly and gulped as they found themselves coming face to face with the most notorious horror myth of them all, the Headless Horseman. That's hilarious. <laughs> they came face <laughs> to face. <laughs> With the headless horseman. Surprising. <laughs> they're just staring at the pumpkin. <laughs> a tall, imposing figure. He wore a long, tattered, but neatly sewn Hessian cavalry red coat uniform, with a large double action shotgun hung over his shoulder with an attached bandolier. Also attached to the bandolier was a Glock pistol, several grenades, gun clip rounds, <laughs> rifle shells. A portable radio bomb detonator, and in his hand was a nicely crafted broad axe with the shine at the front blade. So this guy's uh, on his way to a militia meeting, huh? Yeah, he's stacked over here. He's a Republican. <laughs> uh, he's so just walking. This the... takes place in Mid Michigan. <laughs> yeah. Does yeah. he have a torch? <laughs> <laughs> he's just on his way to the like grocery a store. Yeah, like a tiki torch. <laughs> he's on his way to kidnap the governor. His horse was the most bizarre looking due to the red eyes it had, as well as the impression that the steed had wings folded underneath its mane. What are you two doing in my hollow? I always ask that question. <laughs> the horseman rasped, wanting to get information out of the two intruders, knowing very well that anyone foolish enough to get through Sleepy Hollow won't last longer than five seconds. <laughs> oh, um, well, you see, we, we were... Jean quickly stammered. I can smell your fear, Missy. I also know when you're trying to lie to me. The horseman snarled. Oh, she tries to read his mind, but there's no head. <laughs> <laughs> his hand reaching for a shotgun, when all of a sudden, a long black strand of web pulled Gene upward. Gene! Scott Gene! screamed, <laughs> only to see his wife in the hands of another, far more terrifying menace. Spider-Man. It was Venom. Oh. Ooh. Who the hell are you? The horseman growled. Venom's the name. Murdering and killing's our game, the monster chanted before cackling maniacally before turning his attention to Jean. Well, well, what have we got here? A tasty mutant snack? Venom taunted, cackling fiendishly, his long tongue dripping with slime and ooze. Jean recoiled at the monster's hideous visage. 
Seeing that the beast was going to be a problem, the horseman took aim and fired a large bullet through Venom's leg with a loud BANG! Bullseye, Scott cheered. <laughs> this is in the background cheering, <laughs> dancing. Gene! <laughs> Gene landed to the ground safely. The horseman checked her for wounds and helped her up. Thanks, Gene responded gently. Don't mention it, kid, the horseman replied gruffly. I, I, I don't know what the hell's going on now. The <laughs> horseman's helping her up. <laughs> I thought he was teaming up with Venom. <laughs> Apparently not. Ah! Venom screamed in pain, falling off the tree branch and landing roughly on the ground clutching his wounded leg before seething with fury as the horseman and the two X-Men cornered him. You made a big mistake trying to hurt my pals, creep. Now get out of my hollow, the horseman ordered. Going as far as to brandish as brandishing his axe, Venom sneered and cruelly gave the heroes the middle finger before racing off. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you guys! <laughs> Laughing inhumanly, inhumanly. You guys are a bunch of dicks. <laughs> At the sight of the beast's obscene gesture, the only thing the horseman ever uttered was that does it. That was the last straw. Now enraged with burning vengeance, the horseman cracked his whip as he and Scott, he That's and Scott and Gene pursued the beast. Venom continued web-slinging, delighted that he was able to trick the heroes. It was after the sounds of gunshot that the monster's joy turned to disgust and fury as the horseman was hot on his tail, determined to have the beast's head added to his collection of those who would dare to insult or anger him. Jean pulled out a revolver out of her purse, <laughs> took aim, and fired three rounds into Venom's left hand, the third bullet blasting it wide open. Venom echoed a blood-curdling scream as he collided with a thicket, landing onto the ground. Seeing that he had his chance, the horseman got off his steed, grabbed his axe, and hoisted it upward, raised for the kill. Any last words, devil? The horseman grimly uttered. Venom spat at the vigilante in disgust. Go to hell, you goddamn bastards, Venom rasped. You first, Gene retorted, blasting a bullet through Venom's head with the horseman's shotgun. The beast's long ton tongue suddenly dissolved into dust as the monstrous form hit the ground, the horseman's axe coming down with a loud slice. After bagging Venom's head, and after handing the corpse over to some hungry alligators in the nearby riverfront, Scott, Gene, and the horseman stood on the mountain overlooking the town above the woods. As the sun climbed to its peak, to its first peak, you know, we do make a good team together, the horseman commented. Amazed by the three heroes' teamwork and their confrontation with Venom. So what are you proposing? Gene asked, eager for the chance to recruit a new member into their ranks. I was wondering if... I'd like to join your crew, the horseman proposed, offering his left hand out. Scott took it and shook it firmly. You got it, partner. Gene responded, knowing well that she and Scott you, uh, not only... <laughs> you ever been to France? <laughs> you ever see the, uh... Eiffel Tower? Knowing well that she and Scott not only found a new sense of adventure, they found a new companion, and with the Headless Horseman in their ranks, the Uncanny X-Men will never be the same. She's like, hey, hey, notice you don't have a head. You want some? <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a uh, quick murder to really just make fast friends yeah, between that was a, uh, potential enemies. Because they were like, of events. Yeah, they're like, about to fight, and then Venom's like, Oh, <laughs> just showed up. <laughs> I got your lady. Hey, for all Scott knew, like Venom was actually like rescuing Jane real quick. Yeah, he's a good guy now. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they were having Weird. some problems with the headless horseman there. Yeah. But all of a sudden they're, they're good buds. So it, she just has a revolver in her purse. Yeah. That came out of nowhere. No powers used by them. <laughs> yeah, she just pulls out the BFG. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, that was that was fun. Yeah, so this was an interesting episode. <laughs> that guy wrote all right though. Yeah, it was better than uh, some of the other stuff. When it's yeah. something like that, I know like he's trying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I mean, weird. Also, like, if she shot his head into pieces, what was there left for the headless horseman to cut off? Reforms. But but did it, though? He didn't write that. So I don't know if I believe that, because she shot his hand to pieces, and it wasn't like, and then his hand came back. So It was just a neck he chopped off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> He's got a piece of neck. <laughs> It, you're just making zim- uh, uh, symbiote gators. Yeah, yeah. Just whoever uh, Venom's possessed at that point, like, is who died, and now you got Venom gators. It's kind of fucked up. They just fed them to the alligators. Yeah, they were like the X Men are all cool with it. <laughs> just that's how they get rid of the enemies. Put all our bodies here. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So social media. Yeah, we got we got that you guys. We got uh we got Twitter, we got Facebook, we even got Instagram. Yeah, yeah. do you do you want to read social media that's not uh politicized or uh boring? You read ours that lead you to these podcasts and then listen to them again. <laughs> this is a guy who posts on none of our social media. I do. <laughs> <Itch. laughs> <laughs> I I've, I've shared some stuff. Oh yeah, and I've commented on stuff shared only to then realize, ah, fuck, people don't. They think Mex Men the group commented or liked their own thing rather than <laughs> that me as an individual thought what Justin had shared was really funny, and one of those looks way sadder than the other. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like even post. then though, they might think that you posted it and then went on your own account <laughs> and was like, like. Hey, I do I that. Like this. Oh. I have noticed you do that. You gotta start with one <laughs> like, man. Uh, also, uh, go to our T Public and, and buy our merch, and so that we can get your money and subscribe. <laughs> subscribe to the podcast too, so that you download our episodes when they come out, and you don't have to wonder like, oh, do I have an episode downloaded? Yeah, it's there. Why are you it's typing downloaded. it in? And searching it all and, the time. <laughs> and if you're thinking, huh? You guys are explaining all these steps like we don't know uh, why they're for. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, link to uh, all the social media and the T Public is in the description, and uh, that's for today. <laughs> <laughs>